Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio, COVID edition, six foot apart, Scottsdale, Arizona, in studio here, joined by the guide of greatness, Randy Angston. What's up, guy? What's up, guy? That's a normal one. Guy. Yeah. What's up, fella? What's, what's up, belt? A couple, couple things we want to mention before we get into this episode. We do want to mention that we have our client lifecycle automation a virtual workshop. We have a new session uh, July 11th and 12th. Mm-hmm. You can go to pfmarketingsolutions.com slash automation uh, to check more details out on that. We have we just pushed, uh, I think we just had 12 people do it last time, and uh, we're looking for another 12 this time. Yeah. Another another great opportunity to automate uh, systems in your business. So check that out. If that's you, if that's something you've been looking forward to, we do have another session coming up and uh, it's open now. So if, if uh, you go check out there, you can grab your seat and we'll get you going on July 11th, June 11th, June 11th. June. Oh yeah. June. God. That's the funny thing. I don't even know what month we're, we're already in May. We're in May. <laughs> it's my birthday Yeah, month. I was going to say you're getting old here soon. Yeah. I'm going to be older this older. year, this month. It's May. So- uh, some good news is things are opening up across the country. We've seen several states start to kind of make that move. Georgia's open. I think Tennessee's open. I mean, I think, I don't know. There's like six. Yeah, it's hard It's hard to track state by state as far as industry, but uh, movement in the right direction. I've talked to a lot of friends in uh, Iowa, St. Louis, actually. You know, a lot of other industries are starting to just accelerate the open. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing, in my opinion, right? They've seen, they've They've done these soft little openings, yep. right? Start to dabble. They're seeing that things are holding yeah. true and boom. It's time. Doors, it's so. time to get rolling. It's time to open our doors. We are planning on opening as well, a little early, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what the governor comes out with this week uh, or early next week. But uh, next Friday is when we're planning on open. Our clients are pumped, ready to come in. Yeah, it's time. Ready to come in. Okay. So this episode, we want to go back a little bit and hit the roots, right? You, you came to me this morning, Randy, and you said, look, man, we got to get people moving again. We got yeah. to get them motivated again. So why don't you share with you uh, with with our listeners what you were talking about this morning? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, right now, everybody's kind of looking for hope. Everybody's looking for a direction. Everybody's, we've all kind of been stuck in this almost waiting pattern, right? You know, we've got all of these yeah. things that have happened almost to us and we're left kind of just dealing with it. And so I think it's been difficult, obviously, from business from business standpoint. But personally, each of our gym owners, yourself, and each of these, you guys, your fitness professionals, right? You got into this industry for a reason. And it was whether or not, or you opened a business to either make money, to change the health of the population and your community around you, or both. I mean, that's the gist of it, right? If you mm-hmm. didn't get into the business, if, if those aren't the reasons that you're in business, this might be the right time to close up the shop or <laughs> sell it. But main focus here is is your passion, your purpose, the reason that you're, you're you decided to take the ultimate risk, open up your doors and and not just be an employee of another business or you know there's risk and, and reward in being an entrepreneur. 
And what fuels that and what fuels the decision to go to work and do the hard shit is when all the fun is gone. And right now, it's a lot like that. But the one thing that kind of pushes us through and carries us through is, is our passion and our purpose. And so as health professionals, we're in a seat. It's our obligation to serve our community and to help others achieve mm -hmm. health. And uh, right now, I don't think there's a greater need or a greater time to provide that answer. And so while we're waiting for decisions to be made for us by others who have no actual clue, you know, what we yeah, do right. or how, how we do it, but while everybody's stuck in these holding patterns, I, I want everybody to dive deep and look at the reason. I want you to be fired up and excited and passionate to get back there and be able to help people increase their health save lives. I mean, if we're looking at all of this, whether or not you believe Corona is as dangerous as it is, or it's been made to believe, right. whether or not that's, you know, going to kill us all type of thing. We all know heart disease is right here. We all know obesity and, and diabetes and all of these other either underlying conditions, you know, compounding conditions or, or, or just those in, on their own. They're killing Americans every single day. I saw it the other day. Every, it was like, Every I, 30, I posted it. Every 37 seconds or something like that, somebody dies of CBD? Yeah. Number number one cause of death in Americans, any race, uh, mm -hmm. is is cardiovascular disease. And, and it comes down to like 647,000 people a year uh, die. One every 37 seconds dies. Not not much discussion about that, and, and that's that's the, the the reason it drives me nuts. Yeah, and, and you know, so we're talking about this COVID, this COVID, that, and really the argument that people that are are thinking COVID's worse than say cardiovascular disease is, well, can I catch a heart attack from somebody coughing in my face? No, no, but you can kill yourself by you know, going to Dunkin' Donuts and eating McDonald's every day, and that's not stopping you either. So really, what are we talking about here? Absolutely. And so I, I've always said the same thing. You know, if if our elected officials or if other people who are influencing the decisions that we're forced to live by gave a damn about the number of lives being saved, heart disease would be the forefront of every single conversation being had. Mm -hmm. This is a this is something that we can address. This is something that we can fight. This is a a this is the enemy that we is visible. Unlike something like COVID where it might be, you know, yeah, you might catch it, you might not. But guess what? You don't know. And the decisions that you you take may or may not affect your likelihood to have that. But we do know that for the majority of Americans, the decisions that they make on a daily basis will influence their likelihood. And here's the cool thing about, I mean, not the cool thing about obesity is you can reverse it. Yes, you exactly. can work on it and you can take it, make a decision. So here we are as health professionals, fitness professionals, gym owners, serving. We, we have a great product. We, we've always said, hey, we're not selling booze and cigarettes on the corner to kids. We're selling health and wellness. So that's something you should be very proud of. Absolutely. Coming out of this or even going into this business, you you should be proud. What you serve is what your product you're bringing to the marketplace saves lives. And there's no better time that, you know, health is on the top priority of almost every American yeah. and, you know, Australian and Canadian, they're, he they're seeing it. It really, it probably slapped a lot of people in the face and like, oh my gosh, life is too short. Maybe this is their kick in the ass to get them moving and you're the solution for them. 
Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. And you need to be, but here's the problem. How many people are, are, are handcuffed right now where, you know, an elected official, whether it be their, their governor locally, they're telling them, no, fitness has to wait. Well, the majority of our listeners, you guys are not considered a gym. You're a personal training studio. You're a health studio. You you have the ability, if not better than most of the businesses that are considered essential around you, to keep your place cleanly, to follow social to distancing guidelines. You can control, control that it. environment. Yep. So if health is our focus, if mitigating loss and risk and all of this is the conversation, you guys better be pounding down the doors of your governors and your elected officials, telling them with hard facts that gyms need to open. And not necessarily big box gyms where the, you can't, you maybe you can't control this stuff. But if you have a training studio or if you have the ability to change your business model to follow these guidelines, mm -hmm. you have an obligation to open your doors. And and yeah. I think that it's it's sad because we're you know we're we're talk to gym owners every day, and there's not enough. I don't feel like there's enough in the industry that have the gumption or maybe the balls to say, hey. I'm calling my elected officials every single day and I'm reiterating my need not to open my doors necessarily for my pockets and my employees' benefits and things like that, but to serve my community from a health and, and safety standpoint, we need to address this. Yeah. Uh, additionally, I've been saying it for a few months now, since the pandemic started to come out and the economic influence started to happen, um, I shared a post today. I don't remember who who wrote it, but they're now they're starting to see the studies and starting to see the numbers. Suicide. It's starting to come out. It's starting. You to, said you said it early on. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's two, there's two things that influence suicide rate. It's a sickness and it's financial burden. Those are the two leading reasons for suicide. And then it compounds by locking them down. And right? so now we're yeah now we're increasing things like taking people away from you know the ability to leave their homes. We're we're forcing them to stay indoors. Can't go to the beach. You can't do any of these things that that we know increase the endorphins, serotonin levels. You know your overall happiness, your your mental state is now taking a hit on top of it. We know emphatically through numbers already, guys. Domestic violence has increased. Mm -hmm. Um, neglect, all of these these compounding factors outside of just being afraid of the virus itself. We are health professionals. Yeah. Who is having this conversation? Let's be the outlet. Yes. Open up. So 
on this podcast, I'm not going to tell you to go break the law. I agree. I, or go against orders, but I think you could probably make a great case in what, you know, even if you open and get in trouble, you could probably make it, you'll probably get a lot of support anyway from the community. The community is fed up. Well, let's talk in, in what we're seeing other businesses and, and fitness is weird because I haven't seen anybody kind of lead the charge as a gym or as a, a even a fitness studio kind of do this. Like we have, you know, we're all talking about the salon owner in Dallas. Um, there was another business owner in Florida that got arrested. Oregon got arrested. Another one. Yeah. Well, look at what happened, right? Everybody said, no, don't do it. No, don't do it. You're going to get in trouble. Well, every one of them got in trouble. But the salon owner in Texas now has over $500,000 in the GoFundMe for her defense. Mm -hmm. The go Governor Abbott came out and said, you know what? It's wrong to jail yeah. a woman who's trying to feed her family. Even though it's his order. Business. Well, I mean, yeah. It's, well, it's his order in, in theory, yeah. But, but the way the punishment doesn't fit the crime is what he said in yeah. a new executive order. So Governor Abbott in Texas has come out and said, you cannot be jailed for defying these order, these yeah. non-compliance yep. situations. Florida followed suit and said the same thing. So sure, they can come off to your pocketbook. They can challenge you from an, a financial standpoint. That's where a lawyer comes into play in, in time. And we're going to see this play out. This is not the answer. We're not Like, I agree. I don't think that, yes, go open your doors <laughs> is the answer. But you have a voice. Yep. And if you're not exercising your voice as a, a with the foundation of the opportunity to serve people from a health standpoint... We're not doing what we got into business to do, period. Mm -hmm. You didn't get into business to be a trainer and, and sit inside a training studio and just wait for people to show up. Yeah. And uh, it's bothered me. You know, it's it really interesting, does. though. Uh, you know, the public and the people out there on the post just open, right? They're saying, hey, just go open your business. I would. Of course. Yeah, it's easy to say. It's easy to say. I'd when you have nothing my, actually they, to lose. Then sure. they don't have a business. It, you know, and I would tell you, I'm coming from a place that, you know, I hear it from my wife, who's very, you know, by the book, mm -hmm. and then myself, who's on the complete opposite, ready to defy everything. <laughs> yeah. And I've kind of settled in on this date of, of May 15th here, and, you know, in Arizona, it's, you don't know, like, they, they, they came out and said, we'll let you know about fitness later. Yeah. So, so didn't even give us a ballpark estimate of, like, is it going to be end of May? Is it going to be in May? Is it going to be in June? Well, uh, we're going to open anyway. Our clients are excited, um, but you know we could we could get closed down. Absolutely, again, so. and and the reason you know, like I understand, you know, you're you're playing with the information that you've been given, mm -hmm. but so is the governor who's making the decision on when your business can open. And my question is, how many gym owners are in the ear of the people who are making the decisions to help influence those decisions? Right. And if that's not the case in each of these states, then change the the, the dialogue, change the conversation. If health is our focus, why are we not utilizing our health professionals in the conversation? It doesn't make any sense to me why our bars are opening up Monday and gyms aren't. Our bars opening up Monday? Yeah, Monday. In-service bars, restaurants, everything can, can yeah, start to open well, up in with that case, social distancing. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It, it, it's not a logic. It it's not logical. Nothing has made sense this whole time. But that's what bothers me. It so, just never so adds up. Like, in, it does, again, I'm not saying go and open your doors and do it with armed security or whatever. Like, that's not the case. Ask questions. Don't just assume that, that somebody else has it all figured out and that they're the ones making the right decision for all of us. We're, walking, we're talking about an entire industry here that is designed and created with the intention of helping the population, being crippled. Because other people who don't necessarily understand that industry are okay. telling us how to operate. Yeah. They don't even lift. They don't even lift, bro. Uh, they, don't, <laughs> they don't even lift. But that's, and... a, but that's probably a fact of it, right? We know how, what are the Absolute. statistics? How many of those people 
it, what is it? 16%. 16% of the nation has seen the inside of a gym. Yeah. I mean, I've we, no offense to our elected officials, but every time I put, put on, you know, CNBC or watch these uh, these uh, live broadcasts of our politicians, they I mean, don't, they they're, don't lift. No, they're, they're not the epitome of health and fitness, you so. know, and so <laughs> it's rough. But ultimately, I think the reason that I wanted to have the conversation today is to remember the reason that you got into business in the first place. Remember your clients. Remember the breakthroughs. Remember your clients coming to you crying, yeah, telling us yeah. before, hey, you saved my life. That's happened over and over and over for us. I know it's happened for you guys because this is what happens when you actually care about the people that you're serving. And we don't have that opportunity. So we need to do what we can to create that opportunity again. And it's it's, it's a phone call. Yeah. It's an email. It's whatever it may be. If you got balls, maybe it's opening your doors. And there's I don't think there's a right or wrong, but action does need to happen. Yeah, I agree. And we're doing it. And, you know, we'll see. Like, I'll let you all know if I'm in jail. I'll just do the podcast. From <laughs> I'll, the, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do the podcast from the cell. Could have a, 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 yeah. a collect call from. Yeah. <laughs> Tuning in from the jail cell. I, I don't think it'll happen. I think our clients are ready. You know, the only, the only way it'll happen is if somebody tells on us or a competitor. Uh, however, there are. I already know there's competitors of ours that are open. Operational. I'm yeah. not telling on them. No, Hell no, dude. I'm not going to do that. It's uh, it's karma, right? Like they, well, they're doing what they that, have to do, it, and we're going to have to do what we have. Yeah, to do. I mean, I don't understand how some of these, you know, the the law enforcement is is arresting these individuals for operating their business. Like at some point, like where's your moral compass? Like who is you know the government? They don't want to do it. Either. I agree. Yeah. I mean, and we're seeing a lot of that too. Like a lot of the. The lack of enforcement from a, a law enforcement yeah. side, I guess you know, right? This is a they'll come in and borderline un unconstitutional in their own opinions. So we'll see. But dude, this is the beginning of it. This is the tip of the iceberg. We're still gonna see. Let me throw something at you. Yeah, I agree. It's the tip of the iceberg. We don't know what's gonna happen. I do think we're gonna basically open up here pretty much everything really quick. So, oh yeah. So when yeah. I slide in, here's one thing that I might throw into this. Um, coming out of this, your clients are willing to accept some change. Absolutely. Yeah. So we talked about on the last episode, hey, dial in your model, dial in your pricing structure. I think if you come out, um, and I was talking to a friend of mine who who she she's a she's salon, she cuts hair. Yeah. And I said, you know what you should do is raise your rates when you come out of this. And, you know, twenty percent. You know, if your haircut's thirty bucks, now it's thirty six. Whatever it is. And I think people are going to accept that. And then the next month, you're still 36. And now it's the new, it's the new that's norm. the new accepted price. And I think this is the easiest way that you can raise rates. I don't, you know, I've always been, if you've been a member with us and you've always paid the same and we're not going to raise your rates, it's a thank you. Um, we've never raised rates on current clients. I think maybe if you want to do that, cool, that's your play, do it. But definitely coming out of this, have higher pricing. Well, is it from a business standpoint, yeah. you know, to, to talk to that, right? Like, the price point should be set on the value you bring to the table. There's expenses for a business to operate. This whole situation has increased the expense of a business, period. You have cleaning supplies that you now have to do. You can you have to limit the amount of people, which then yeah. forces your income Increases. to become lower. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to find ways of making up for that. Yeah. This is this is an un it's a supply and demand situation. This is un you know, nobody wanted this to happen, yep. but this is the practical situation that we're in. And therefore those changes need to take place. Yep. We're yep. fortunate that the marketplace will should be somewhat accepting. accepting and so you have my permission to oh, just raise your rates. Pick pick some pricing that you think it should be and pop it up there oh. when you come out of this. I I don't think it's gonna you're gonna get pushed back. I mean, even if you raise your clients' rates, 
there, okay, there, this is going way off topic, but think about this. Let's just say you had for easy numbers, a hundred members and they're all paying a hundred dollars. So you're sure. making 10 grand a month and you said, okay, um, you're going to raise the rates to $120. And that if everybody stayed, it'd be $12,000, but some people aren't going to stay. So you could, you can essentially lose 20% of those people have less people and make that same $10,000, but every new person that comes in, you're making more yep. and more and more. So again, easy, rough math, but it's a calculated risk that you're going to say, all right, I'm going to raise everybody's rates and you're going to expect some type of loss and you hope your, your, your gain in revenue counteracts your losses and that your new precedent set and every, every month you grow from there. To, this, to the same tune, this is exactly the conversation we have when it comes to the services you provide as well, right? Don't fear removing something if you know it's the, the minuscule income or, or you know place of income in your business mm -hmm. when you know that by eliminating that, you open the door for much more profitability in that same you know use or time or yep. whatever it may be. Right. We talked about it in the last episode as far as changing up your service. Revenue per hour, mm -hmm. cost per hour, all that stuff. So- on paper, it makes sense. It's a very uncomfortable situation Absolutely. to go to your clients and say, unfortunately, we have to raise your rates and you're going to have to hear the pushback and the blowback and all this stuff. But if you shake out all the averages, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I've never done it, but I can see it on in my head. Like, yeah, you're going to lose 15% of those people, but the people that are still here are paying more and you're making more and then you're going to continue to make more and you're making more per hour because each one of those people are paying more per yeah, hour. It's sure. just... It's a it's a risk calculated, but I think this if you're gonna do it, do it now. Hell, just do it now. They expect it. Your clients like, man, you know, they come back. The rates are rates. Exactly. Yeah. In new business, everybody's gonna be back in the same boat. If you don't have a gym membership, or if you're you know coming out of this and you're gonna be looking around, everybody's gonna be doing the same thing. So some will take advantage of it and some won't. Yeah. But everybody's gonna have to find a home somewhere. Yep. And very soon, I did something really cool today. No, nothing to report yet, yeah. but, but uh, gosh, guys, I'm gonna take you on. I'm gonna take you on a really cool journey here real soon. It's gonna be. It's a really big time in in my career ish. If you want to talk about that, for making big moves, and uh, hell, man, if this goes through, well, I mean, we'll talk about the you know the the ascension of the individual right through business. You know, that's yeah. been our, our, we've been helping gym owners move from the self-employed role into the business owner role for a long time. And this is going to be part of that conversation on what happens next. Little teaser. All right. Oh. We'll leave it there. But uh, yeah, guys in the iron circle know. Oh, I know. You're in the iron. <laughs> yeah, they're pumped. I posted in there yesterday. Okay, guys. So that's it for this episode. We wanted to kick you guys in the ass, give you, give you a really reset of the mindset of what you're doing this for. You have an obligation to serve your clientele and serve the community can't wait to hear about your successes. And, you know, if you come out of this raising your rates, I don't think that's a bad idea as well. Uh, something to think about. So chew on that until next episode, guys. Keep changing lives. See you. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you have any questions that you'd like us to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? All you got to do is three simple things. Number one, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. Number two, in that review, go ahead and leave us a question on anything you want us to answer. And number three, if you'd like us to give you a shout out, just go ahead and leave your handle right there in the review and we'll make sure to do that on the next episode. That's all. All you got to do then is then listen to hear your questions answered live, raw, and uncut. 
Join us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great. Bye.